Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf cleared. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace to all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and a particular welcome to all of our guests here to the Dells and to St. Cecilia's over this beautiful Labor Day weekend. After a gray week with rain and chill, now the sun shines, and it's a beautiful Labor Day weekend to enjoy before the rhythm of academic life sort of swallows us all up again. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened, and the ears of the deaf cleared. Let us meditate this morning on the power of this particular revelation and its capacity to give a Christian a right vision of existence. Why does our Lord, in this particular instance, heal this deaf man with a speech impediment? And it is for three particular reasons. One, to fulfill prophecy. You heard it in the first reading. The strong one of Israel will restore sight to the blind, will give hearing back to the deaf, will raise the dead, will make those who are afraid strong. So, fulfilling messianic prophecy. Two, witness to divinity. The gifts to human nature can be restored only through the power of the divine God. And then third, to give a right ordering to all Christians through all time. And I give this example. It is sort of commonly said that when we die, it is the last time we will close our eyes. That's false. When we die is the last time we will open our eyes. So the eyes of the blind are opened. The ears of the deaf are cleared. Because in the gift of the Messiah, in the debt of sin paid on the cross, in the gift of life restored in the resurrection, in that living, healing power given to you at baptism, strengthened at your holy communions, purified in the sacrament of confession, given down through the ages through the gift of marriage and through the holy priesthood, and so forth. See, when this happens, it is eyes open. And you see this in nature. You come into existence with your eyes closed. Babies in the womb are eyes closed. It is when you come into life that your eyes are opened. That is the reality of the cross, that at death, which will come for all, your eyes will be opened to the utter reality of God and your life in front of God, redeemed by Jesus Christ. And this is the bright vision that must give life to every Christian soul. That that vision of eternity, and sometimes when we talk about this, that can cause people to be afraid. That you will have to stand one day, eyes open, seeing your life as it truly is, without any excuse or shade, or any sort of thing like that, in front of the infinite God. But the reason why that is not fearful is because the same Christ, and know the power of this scene, he sticks his fingers into the guy's ear and grabs his tongue. That is, number one, super gross and violates all kinds of COVID protocols, right? And number two is very intimate, right? This is parent to child. What's there in your throat? Mom screams open your mouth and grabs what's in there, right? 
That's very intimate, familial sorts of thing. This is creator to creation, father to child, to restore hearing, to restore sight. It gets made real on the Holy Cross, which is blood and sweat. And all these things are what? They are like birth. Moms, you know this. Dads who were stout-hearted enough and didn't pass out, you've seen it as well. How do kids come into the world before they were open their eyes? Blood and sweat and water and noise. And that is the opening of eyes. And then it is for the Christian soul to forever live in this vision and to keep eyes open, ears cleared, knowing the Holy Gospel and the law of Christ, receiving strength in the sacraments, speaking to God honestly and sincerely in our prayer, whether it is memorized prayer, the Our Father, the Hail Mary, Psalm 23, whatever, saying that honestly and sincerely, or my own personal prayer, sharing my hopes, my dreams, my fears, my weaknesses in an honest way, meditating on the Word of God, seeing reality as it is, going to confession and opening my heart, coming to receive Holy Communion and bringing my whole self to commune with Christ. This is eyes open to see the world as it is, to put down all of the bizarre distinctions that fracture us. And of course, there are many people who know this, and in knowing this gospel, we want to help them become stronger in it. And for those who don't know it, we want to invite them warmly to know it and be a part of it. And in all of this, ourselves, be very sincere, very open, speaking to Christ honestly and clearly, receiving sacraments openly and lovingly, getting, as it were, intimately close with Christ. Why did the Lord God clear the ears of that deaf man? For many reasons, of course, but above all, so that after his crucifixion and resurrection, that man, now healed, could go and hear the words of the Mass. When it came time to sing the Holy Holy, could raise his voice to God. Yes, many other things, but fundamentally that. And so as we will go to the altar of God and confess the creed to right our minds, and then kneel down and worship and adore, and then come forward and commune. It is the high act, confessing that, Lord, we see and we want to see clearly. We know and we want to know fully. We speak and we want to speak truly. We act and we want to act righteously. And then at the end of all things, as we have striven to live with our eyes open all the days of our life, some days better, some days worse, at the end of all things, when we open our eyes for the last time, we will recognize what we see and find glory in the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Stay close to Holy Mary, who was more intimately close to Jesus than the Virgin Mary, 
nobody. And devotion will always keep us close to him as well. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.